0: This is episode number 644 of the In A Fight podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. No matter where you are in the world, hope you are doing absolutely fantastic. Eating well, sleeping well, training well, living well, all of those things. If you're not eating well and you live in the UAE, please do connect with our show sponsors, Smith Street Paleo. Meal plans, recipes, all sorts going on. Go to the website, Yes, I got my Smith Street Paleo cook back. It's great. Go and check it out. She actually cooks a lot of stuff straight from the website so you guys can do exactly the same. Give them a shout. Hello at Smith Street Paleo. They'd love to help you out if you want to hop on a meal plan or if you just want to talk about paleo food. Get in touch. Hello at smithstreetpaleo.com. Here is another show and on the back of talking about Smith Street Paleo, this show is all about juices, shakes and smoothies. Is this, I mean it was late really or early in the 2000s where juices and juice cleanses and juicing and shakes maybe came a bit more prevalent in people's lives. But how far back does it go? What is the difference? And this is really where I want to start this show. What is the difference between a juice, a shake and a smoothie? Aren't they all the same thing? Well, I actually headed over to, obviously, Dr. Google and asked. And these were the definitions. I want to read them out. So we're on the same page from the start. Juice is a drink made from the extraction or pressing of the natural liquid contained in fruit and vegetables. It can also refer to liquids that are flavoured with concentrate or other, this is weird, biological food sources such as meat or seafood. I'm not sure last time I had a steak juice or a salmon juice, but I actually have had a friend who, I remember back in the day, he wanted to get, and this is where some of the show is going, he wanted to eat his salmon and broccoli in a shake. And he put the salmon and the broccoli. I think he first put the salmon in the blender. So he has made juice from seafood, which is, yeah, super interesting. I have to, at this stage of the show, obviously very early on, I have to put my hand up and say that I have also tried something similar where I tried to blend broccoli. And yeah, it didn't really... Well, it, it works, but it, it tastes absolutely awful. So juicing is a, ju- a drink made from the extraction or pressing of natural liquid contained in the fruit. So it's either natural, and it can also be referred to as liquids that are flavored with concentrate or processed as well. Let's jump to shakes, and then I'm going to come back to them and talk more about each one in, in, in this order. Shakes, a milkshake... Or simply, shake is a drink that is usually made by blending milk, ice cream, and flavorings or sweetness such as butterscotch, caramel sauce, chocolate syrup, fruit syrup, or whole fruit into a thick, sweet, cold mixture. So, shake is actually the shortened version of milkshake, which milkshake, I guess. We've known about milkshakes for a long time. is and When I was a kid, I remember milkshake being precisely what it's saying there, milk with ice cream and some flavorings. We'll come on to how healthy all of this is in a second. And what you should actually be having, but those of you that are a little bit more clued up on these things, that's, well, all of the parts of that you know I won't like. The milk part, the ice cream part, the flavorings part, the butterscotch, caramel sauce, chocolate syrup, or fruit syrup. The only thing I quite like about it is whole fruit. Anyway, we'll come back to shakes in a second. And the third thing that we're going to be speaking about today is smoothies. Now, these probably were a little bit more with the juice. I don't know. When I was younger, we obviously heard about orange juice and, and, and the basic juices. But as I said, maybe late 90s or early 2000s, definitely milkshakes. So I remember at school, milkshakes, milkshakes when we were allowed out to McDonald's. Yes, at McDonald's when I was younger. Don't tell anyone. That's all good. But smoothies were definitely later on and I really wasn't too sure in the early days what a smoothie really was and even when I was putting the show together I sort of thought again better refer back to Dr Google and Dr Google says a smoothie is a drink made from puréed raw fruit and or vegetables typically using a blender a smoothie often has a liquid base such as water fruit juice plant milk and sometimes dairy products such as milk, yoghurt, ice cream, or cottage cheese. I actually think I've seen cottage cheese in a smoothie before. I've heard of that. One, I remember once, what, what, was, what is it that's got uh, ricotta hotcakes? Ricotta cheese hotcakes? Different, but similar. Anyway, the thought of cheese, interesting for some. Again, a little bit of dairy in there. But I think what's interesting about this is actually you could say that a smoothie is pretty much a juice and a shake all mixed together. If we want to make it complicated, or if we want to make it simple, so let's go back to juices and and really sort of, or, or let's go back to I think one of the one of the questions that might be interesting to answer is why would we have a liquid diet, like why are we taking it? This is a way to take in nutrients. It's a way to get nutrients, food on board, make us full. Why do we go to liquid? Well, I've thought about some of the pros of this and then we'll go to some of the cons as well. And some of the pros of having a liquid meal in this case, which you can, and I'm gonna explain how you can have these things that are very nutrient packed and would definitely replace a meal, is that for speed, you could get that meal in a lot quicker. So a lot of the time, people will replace meals with either a juicer shake or a smoothie because it's just so much faster. It could be faster preparation time if you're doing it yourself at home. I'm going to talk a little bit about that as well. And it could also be obviously faster on the go and massively, it, you just have to drink it. And so you could prepare your juice shake or smoothie, put it in your cup, take it in the car or even have it prepared the night before water bottle. So there is a lot of a convenience factor around using liquid nutrition for, for certain meals or as a replacement for certain meals or even as an addition to the total amount of nutrients you want to consume in a single day. Another thing that's massively beneficial about having a juice shake or a smoothie is that you can you can actually control the ingredients on a macronutrient level so if you wanted something that had a little bit more carbohydrate in it and this is basically what's happening with uh, for example a lot of endurance athletes we see it in products like secret training we've got high carb drinks that are easy to take on the go on a bike and we can get carbohydrates in which is obviously a lot easier than having a potato in your back pocket so you can definitely play one of the massive benefits of this is you could easily and you could do this with a meal as well but as I said you can't make you can't have a high calorie meal and or a high carbohydrate meal as well, which would therefore make it high calorie and also have that convenience on the go. Whereas you can very easily add these things into juices, shakes and smoothies at the same time. Another thing that these things are good for is the variety is literally endless. We've spoken about a number of different ingredients there when I was going through the definitions of juices, shakes and smoothies. But Variety, taste buds. You can mix all sorts of stuff. What did I had the other week, I had a nut butter and blueberry smoothie. It was classed as a smoothie. The base was milk of almond milk, so a plant milk. Which, if we go back to what the smoothie definition is, it says a plant milk. It says sometimes dairy products, So, but it wasn't a milkshake per se. So it was classed under the smoothie section, and it had nut butter and blueberries in it. So, the var- which Initially, when I looked at it, I was like, "Mm, I'm not really too sure about this, but it actually tastes super good. So the variety, another one of the pros of liquid diet or liquid solutions is you can sort of really get quite nice variety, I don't think any smoothie or shake that I've ever made has been the same twice. I try to, but I never really write down the ingredients. should probably do that, but then it's all a little bit of give and take and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So you get a massive a variety, which I actually quite like because it's different every single time. Coming to some of the, maybe the cons of why you maybe wouldn't want to move to a, so you might be solving this, you're like, well, it's speed, it's convenience, it's, I can play with the nutrients, if I want a little bit more energy, if I want a little bit more vegetable-based, or a little little bit more fruit-based, or a little bit more sugar, I've got loads of variety, you're thinking, well, why don't we eat these for every meal? And that's a very, very good question. One of the main reasons why is that actually chewing your food is a massive part of the digestion process. And when we start to chew food in our mouth, our mouth, the saliva, releases enzymes which help to digest that food. If, and that passes all the way down into the gut, breaks up all the food, takes out the good stuff, circulates it around our body, and essentially gets rid of the bad stuff. So we've got digestive enzymes which start really from our mouth. And if we're not chewing our food, if it's literally just liquid going in, those digestive enzymes that start in the mouth do not Start that process because they're not asked to do that. So, you might actually feel, and this is definitely happens sometimes when people drink their nutrition, that it might sit a little bit in the gut. And again, we see these issues in endurance athletes. So, that's one of the things that we've got to be a little bit careful of. And that's why I would highly suggest that people are not taking on all of their meals throughout the day. And yes, I'm going to answer the question on juice detoxes in a minute. But that's one of the main reasons. Sometimes as well, we might be a little bit fooled that we could have a very thick vegetable smoothie. And it might not, like you can make quite a thick smoothie through things like carrots, uh, cucumber, celery, all of this stuff. And actually, it might not be very calorie dense. So you might not have, you might not actually be getting enough energy from your smoothie. And that's where you have to take one of the pros of it, where you can play around with the ingredients and really make sure that you're having it. But we see a lot of people who will say, oh, I've had this this smoothie for lunch or something like that, but then I'm getting hungry later in the day. And I think my mom or my dad would say, or even Holly would say, it just doesn't really stick to your ribs. So by that, we mean later on in the afternoon, we see people that would have a, a liquid replacement for lunch, and then they would be getting hungry in the afternoon because literally that shake is not thick enough or it doesn't have enough calories in it. So it literally just hasn't filled you up. One of the biggest things as well that I do see in a lot of these juicy shakes and smoothies is sugar content is incredibly high. It can be very high from natural sugars such as fructose but in things like the shakes that we spoke about there, that milkshakes, milk might have sugar in it, ice cream is terrible, sweeteners that we spoke about, butterscotch caramel sauce, chocolate syrup, the list goes on, sugars in there. And a similar thing actually in smoothies because some of the ingredients now in a smoothie is are very similar to what's in a shake. And I, I dare say, but I will say that perhaps smoothie is the cooler way of saying shake and a lot of smoothies these days are actually probably worse nutritionally for us than the good old milkshake was. So that's something that we've gotta be a little bit careful of that a lot of this liquid nutrition can be incredibly, incredibly high in sugar. Now, let's move to that question that I answered, I asked just before about juices and juice detox. Because lots of people say they like to go on a liquid diet for, you know, be it the first few months of the year or to go through a detox period. I mean, what really is going on here? Number one, if you've been abusing your body for a number of years, you're not going to undo the damage through having celery juice for three meals a day for five days. It's going to take a lot longer than that. We need to start some, we've got perhaps like one of the processes in the gut is the gut bacteria. We need to start to actually regrow gut bacteria. I remember when I gave my gut a rest around two years ago, I made some changes that lasted. Some of the changes that I made with with functional medicine specialist Dr. Shafali. some of them were for six months, some of them for 12 months. I stayed off eggs, although I didn't have a, a, a sort of noticeable allergic reaction to eggs. I stayed off eggs for a year just to give my gut a rest and to help to regrow that bacteria. So these juice cleanses, these juice detoxes that you're going to feel amazing, you're going to feel this within five to seven days. Yes, you are going to feel different, that's for sure, because you're you're totally changing your diet. You could have been on pizza, processed food, loads of beer, all sorts of trash for a long time, and now you're having celery juice, you're clearly going to feel a lot better. You're definitely going to feel quite hungry, but you're clearly going to feel a lot better. Is that really cleansing your liver? Is it doing what it says? No, absolute nonsense. Most of those labels on these things are just for for marketing. You know, Everyone wants to cleanse their liver, but really if you jump into some of the research or just have a read around the ingredients that are going into your shakes, sometimes they have really no direct effect on the liver at all. There might be one ingredient in there that has somewhere along the line proven to have a slight impact on your liver, but perhaps all the other ingredients in there might go in the other direction. So you're not really going to, but have a massive change. But as always with these things, if it actually makes you feel better and enables you to, shall we say, kickstart a healthier lifestyle or some healthier eating habits just by going cold turkey from food for three days, five days and hitting a juice cleanse, a juice detox, then there is definitely a place for them. But I think we definitely need to make sure that we go up to what I was saying earlier about the cons of a liquid diet, that we could go straight into And the situation where we're not actually getting enough energy, which could lead us to feel lethargic, tired, and, and perhaps worse in a lot of scenarios, or it could just be that we choose, and this is problem with a lot of these juice detoxes that I've seen, is that a lot of the juices are fruit juices. So we have a lot of natural sugar in there, a lot of fructose in there. So essentially what we've done is we've gone off sugar from processed food and on to three or four days of sugar from fruit, which is the better of the two evils, that's absolutely for sure, but it's not helping us kick the habit of sugar. So it's a little bit of a tricky situation, but definitely obviously it makes you feel a bit better. And if you've done it, I'd be interested to hear from people if you've done a juice cleanse do you recommend any, what sort of working? drop us an email, winning at inafight.com. I'd love to hear from people on that level. Super interesting to hear what's actually really worked with people. What we're seeing a lot these days, and we saw it, I think, when sort of wheatgrass and, and, and all these sort of superfood and what we call, what we heard of antioxidants came around that, you know, this is these are actually making me feel better and so, some of them will if there's if there's sort of extra bits and pieces put into these juices but it, it is very specific. We see it a lot of them marketed online right now and sometimes they're actually quite expensive, some of them are quite cheap but I think you really have to question your motivation, why you're hopping over to a juice cleanse, a juice detox. If it's because, if your sole thing is because you think you've got a liver problem and it says liver detox, then maybe you need to really double check. And I should I always think that these things should come with a little bit more information and maybe even in some situations a consultation with a doctor to see if that type of nutrition is absolutely going to work for you. Moving on to things like shakes, generally these in their purest format as it said in the description that I found. Milkshake or simply a shake is a drink that's made by blending milk, no good. Ice cream, no good. Flavorings, no good. Sweeteners, no good. Butterscotch, no good. Caramel sauce, no good. Chocolate sauce, no good. And fruit syrup, no good. So or whole fruit, we like that and it's gonna be sweet. So generally, if it's a shake, if it's a milkshake, we should probably be staying away from it. Most adults are unable, and maybe you're one of them, to take in dairy. We've got lactose intolerance issues going on, and these things are full of processed ingredients, mainly sugars as well. So we've got dairy and sugar, both in one, and therefore, most of the time, They're absolutely super high calorie. And if they're marketed to you as being not so high calorie, then they probably had even more engineering done to them. So I would definitely be thinking that shakes are not really the way that if fitness is your goal, if being healthy, which hopefully is listening to a show like this, that you want to be staying away from shakes. And then we really, sorry, I don't spend too much time on that, but the description kind of sums it up for for everyone really, and as I say, if you've been into your health a little bit, then you probably know that that is not a good place to be be doing your business. If you do want, this is a little idea for you, if you do want something that tastes like a milkshake, I'm actually gonna tell you how to make it under smoothie, and we can sort of recreate something that, that is very, very similar to a milkshake with a pretty decent and quite healthy smoothie recipes, or recipe recipes, and these actually taste super good. And Maybe I'm when I finish recording this show, I might even go and have one. Maybe I should make one live and do a video version. Anyway, I'll move on. Smoothies, as I said, I think this comes, I don't know, my first memory of smoothies is probably around early 2000s, maybe I was late to the party, maybe people were doing smoothies way back, but this is when it sort of came around, and as, you know, it's not really a shake, as I was saying earlier, It's a smoothie, it sounds kinda hip, kinda healthy. And yep, a lot of the time, the taste can actually be really quite good. And they're not full of absolute crap unless you load them up with absolute crap. Now, the greatest thing, smoothies, you can obviously, again, as I said, with all liquid nutrition, you can play a little bit with the calories. But here, when we, especially when we look sort of more on a paleo side, You do have to be a little bit careful that often if you you are using too many fat-based substances to actually get it thick, you could end up with an absolute bomb in your hand, where there is also a a, a time for this. I often use a shake that's got somewhere around 700 to 1,000 calories in it, because that's actually how much I need. A lot of that can be from fat as well. And it works super well with me, sits really good in, in my gut as well. So, you know, it, it's quite clean, but you, you sometimes do have to be a little bit careful. And Even if you if you take that shake that I was talking about earlier, the blueberries with nut butter, it's also got almond milk in it, then your your level of your intake there could be super high and it could be way more. So you could be, and why I'm going on, I don't normally like to speak too much on a caloric level, but this is one of the big things is that you could think that you're doing something really good for yourself, that you're only having three smoothies a day, you're not having any other food, you're not having proper meals, you're on this detox plan and maybe you're not losing any weight. That could be from the fact that you just are having, so. you're getting so many nutrients through your smoothies. So you can create them in a number of different ways from some of the research that I've seen and Holly has actually done because smoothies is going to be something that's on sale in the new cafe on Smith Street Cafe up at the new inner fight. Is that the base for these things, if you want to get them a bit thick and a bit like what we'd know as a traditional milkshake, is that the base is actually banana. And that base will it will definitely give you some carbohydrate in there, or you can go to a base that is maybe more nut-based or coconut-based, almond powder, coconut powder. I've used that as well quite well. So it just sort of depends what you want, but most of them, 80% of smoothies that we've sort of looked at actually have banana as a base, which those of you that are not really digging banana too much, don't worry. We can cover it up. (laughs) I'm not sure if that's the right way to say it, but not every smoothie tastes like a banana, and that is, it really depends, like, you can play around with those ingredients to, to, to make sure it doesn't. My favorite, and I'm going to kick it in here, my favorite at the moment is a one banana, a few dates, some almond milk, a little bit of cacao powder, and a little bit of almond butter, and you barely taste the da- uh, the bananas in that at all. It's got, yes, a little bit of sugar in it, some natural sugar in in, in there, and... I'll have that mid-afternoon if I'm feeling like I need a little bit more, a little bit more nutrition that day, and that would be that would only be on a day where I've had a where I have a heavy training load. So, for example, after this show, I probably will have one because today I've been out, I've run 20k this morning, I had my normal breakfast, normal lunch, and I've got another session to do this afternoon. So, a, I'm hungry, and b, I actually I think i my run this morning whether it's accurate or not, but Sunto told me that I burnt around almost 2,000 calories. And given that I need around two and a half to 3,000 calories a day normally, and as I said, I've got another workout coming, I'll definitely have a shake later, which shake, smoothie, there we go. Measurement-wise, I think this is where I get it wrong the whole time, is I always put Way too much in, and I actually end up with about a liter of smoothie, and that's when it sits in my gut and it's it's not super comfortable. Other recipes that I quite like or other ideas for smoothies and other times, it definitely could it could be used for breakfast. Holly actually uses a she makes a well, this is the thing. Is it a smoothie? Is it a juice? So hers is a lot of vegetables that she'll have in the morning. She'll add Nuzes protein. She'll add Nuzes good green stuff to it as well. She'll add avocado, water, maybe some ice. There's not, she doesn't have a whole load of of fat in that one. Definitely from the avocado, she, she has fat in it. But it's probably more of a vegetable juice, I would say. And she'll just blend that up and that's quite thick and she quite likes to have and this is why it's really dependent when you, when you're putting together a smoothie it's really dependent on the ingredients you have in there so if you have something that is quite heavy fat-based, then yes, somewhere around a litre is just going to feel so heavy and your calories are huge. Whereas if you have something that's a lot more vegetable-based while still adding, and this is this is the beauty of them, is that you've got the flexibility where you can add, and I might do that this afternoon as well, just add a couple of scoops of New Zest, which is plant-based Protein into it, and you can increase the protein content. If you don't want that much protein, you don't have to add that in. You could just add some ice in, and it would keep it, it would keep the thickness, the consistency. But Holly will make around, it'd definitely be around 750 to 1 liter of that shake every morning, and she'll actually have that for breakfast, and it'll carry her through to lunchtime as well and she's it's interesting because maybe it's slightly contradictory to what i said earlier about those digestive enzymes not working but she's actually done that i think almost for eight or nine years now and seems to be absolutely fine with it because i believe she's eating well i know she's eating this is i believe this is the reason why she's fine because she's eating for lunch, she's releasing all the digestive enzymes, she's also eating normal food or good food for dinner as well, so she's chewing a lot. It's just breakfast, she finds that that really, as we said, sticks to her ribs and makes it makes it work for her. Other ideas for recipes, because I know that's what'll come around, is I, I would definitely use New zest as a base, so if, if you're really not digging me on the banana front, I've definitely used New Zest as a base. You don't have to use almond milk if you don't want that added level of fat in. if you don't want it to be too high in calories. Decent amount of New Zest if you want to thicken it up. Something like ice obviously keeps it nice and cold. I cannot stand having smoothies or shakes that are not nice and cold. That is And juices as well. I remember when I was younger and they used to give us orange juice and sometimes when it was warm, I'd, I'd actually, not warm, but just room temperature. I'd, I'd rather just not have it. So definitely make sure you get ice in there. A little trick is to keep your bananas in the freezer. So when you get them, take them out of the banana skin, break them up, put them into a freezer bag, chuck them in the freezer. And then when you start to blend them, you can, you, straight away, it's going to make it cold and actually stays quite thick as well. But again, if you're not having banana, then ice works super well for that. Raw cacao powder, not cocoa powder. Raw cacao powder is unprocessed. It's a lot cleaner. You're gonna need to, what are they saying? Cooking, I should really get Holly on the show. What you, I think you've got to cut it, we should say, with dates just to take the edge off it. Otherwise, it's gonna be a little bit bitter. New zest is completely natural, it's unsweetened but it's not super, it's not very bitter at all. It's actually, it's a, it's a great protein, and that's something I've been using for around eight or nine years. I won't always put that in, because as I said, I don't always want that extra level of protein, but New Zest, if you want to put some cacao in it to make it chocolatey, I love chocolate, so I'll put that in. Maybe a natural honey as well, and then it Again, this depends a little bit on how picky you are about your macronutrients. But to thicken it up, there's all different options. Definitely use cashews a lot. I'll use almonds from time to time. If you want it coconutty, you can make it coconutty. You can mix those things also with fruits. So things like strawberries, blueberries, pineapple, very high in sugar. And the thicker fruits... As I've spoken about, if you've listened to the show for a number of years, the thicker fruits are always a lot higher in sugar. That's kind of a way to navigate around them. But any fruit will actually go pretty good. And once you blend it up, you just kind of taste it. Some people will put in a coconut yogurt as well. That over here in Dubai, the only one that's actually available is Koyo and as people keep telling me, it's very expensive. Yes, it's like 45 dirhams for for a tub. So I'm not sure if you want to go throwing that into into your shakes, but that's definitely an option and that would replace things like dairy products. But I would always suggest that you try and keep them. I I don't believe that we should be having dairy, so I would always suggest that you keep those smoothies dairy-free. You can go to a fruit style. If you've got some mangoes, you could still add in that protein on for, for new zest. So this is the variation that I'm talking about, and there, there's some of the ideas. I definitely do love a little bit of almond butter in my shakes as well. You can really taste it, especially if you get the ratios right, which is normally around, I'll normally just go for around just over a teaspoon, and that'll be in 500 mils. The shake would be around five hundred mils and one teaspoon of almond butter you can definitely always taste that and that thickens it up a little bit as well. one of the biggest tricks as well is thickness and not getting it too thick that it sticks to your blender and then you lose a lot and not having it too thin that it's just like drinking water and it doesn't fill you up so it's it's sort of and that's where that's where I'm not good and that's why I've not given you, I'm sort of chuck a little bit of this and chuck a little bit of that and I genuinely don't really know how much I put in but then I try and balance it all out and normally get it about right and that's why some days when I'll post on my Instagram that I've got my cup and or my glass and the smoothie is like right to the top or just like one centimeter short and I've absolutely nailed it some days you get it, Sometimes you. some days you don't. Some days they're thicker than others, and obviously if you put a little bit more ice in it, it's gonna go a little bit more like a slushy or a slurpy, and again, some people like that. So I would generally suggest that, A, yes, there's an option, especially for breakfasts. Like, you can use it for breakfast. Holly, as I say, was using has been using that shake for a long time for breakfast. It works super well for her, and that's something for convenience, guys. You could do the night before. You can get it all well prepped. You could prep, well, I think for, Holly doesn't do it, but definitely for vegetables, you because it's got, and it's liquid, you keep it chilled. You could do two or three days in advance. So you're going to need, and that's one thing I haven't spoken about, should do before we move to wrap it up, is you're going to need a decent blender. Now, I want to share interesting experience on blenders with you. Actually, an old client of ours used to import blenders and, I started buying them off him about, oh, about eight or nine years ago and I've only used, I've been through two or three jugs but I think we've only used one or two blenders in nine years. You need a decent blender. Otherwise, blending things like frozen bananas, ice, and harder vegetables like turmeric is something that Holly puts in hers, ginger is something she puts in it, it's gonna destroy it. So you definitely, and nuts as well. So you need a decent blender and otherwise you're gonna end up paying, Well, you're just gonna end up buying new one all the time. There's one brand which a lot of people might have heard of, which is called Vitamix. Unfortunately, the client that used to supply us, we used to sell them from the gym, blenders, he doesn't have them anymore. So the main brand out there is a Vitamix. Now I've just learned, because literally when Holly was away and I was here on my own, I blew up the, or I broke the the jug of the blender just by putting ice and banana in it over and over. It cracks it. And I ordered a new Vitamix, which took about two or three weeks to come, and it arrived the other day. And even though it was ordered on Amazon.ie, the plug was it's from America. So good thing is, is that Amazon take it back, but please do be a little bit careful. A, in the power... Power supply or the power output, if it's American, if, it, if it's not, and B, in the size of the motor. These little nutrient bullets are great. Some of them are actually super good and it'll work. But if you've got super frozen bananas, ice, and hard nuts, and you're blending this stuff up every day, it's not going to be long before a cheap blender literally just explodes and your shake just goes absolutely everywhere so be a little bit careful about that Vitamix is the boss they are a little bit expensive somewhere around they could be anywhere from 2,000 dirhams up to up to about 4,000 dirhams but it's something the way that I see it it's something that you would buy well there we go I've had two in nine years so for the timings meal replacement excellent If that's what you're on and it's working for you, but please be a little bit careful and don't replace all of your meals. An additional meal is where I will use a smoothie, that's absolutely for sure. Or if you just want a little bit more, sometimes if I've had a super long ride, I'll have maybe some scrambled eggs or some breakfast, and then I'll also have a smoothie just to get more food in without sitting and eating. And of course, because we can chuck a little few dates in there, we're getting that sweetness, which is super nice as well, whilst keeping it natural. But I don't think we should be on these things as breakfast, lunch, and dinner on a long-term basis. Warning, again, and I've mentioned it a few times, Be a little bit careful how you're balancing the ingredients that you're putting in. You're not getting too much of one and not of the other because you can think that you're doing a great thing. You're having liquid nutrition, but you might just have way too much sugar or way too much fat in there and it's going to send things the other way. The biggest sort of warning sign for this is there is lots of marketing around juices, juice detox and what's what. But as always, guys, you have to take a little bit of responsibility responsibility for yourself and actually have a look at what's been put in there. Ask people to see the contents or just get an idea. On most, this is the great thing about smoothies now in cafes, in most cafes they'll tell you exactly what's in there and you can presume in a 500ml cup that you've got a teaspoon of peanut butter etc etc. So you can kind of work out how many calories it's got in it and what actual weighting it's got but just do be careful there's a lot of marketing as I said at the top of the show there you've been damaging your liver for a number of years five days drinking celery juice probably isn't going to change it but if it's going to motivate you to make permanent changes then I think there's a place for that so there we have it juices shakes and smoothies let me know your recipes let me know your feedback Give me comments, questions, and I'll try and answer them where I can, winning at innerfight.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. Thanks a lot for listening. Until next week, take care.